Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. Come on, get up. Morning, guys. Stephen, are you aware that you voluntarily embarked upon a PhD in physics? Hello. Hello. Science. Arts. I'm a cosmologist. What's that? I study the marriage of space and time. The perfect couple. One never knows from where the next great leap forward is going to come, or from whom. What if I reverse time to see what happened at the beginning of time itself? Wind back the clock. Wind back the clock. Keep going. I don't know how. Yet. Where's he? It's called motor neuron disease. Life expectancy is two years. I want us to be together for as long as we've got. It'll affect everything. You don't realize what lies ahead. This is going to be a very heavy defeat. But I love him. And he loves me. Going to fight this illness together. Good luck. Why? I'm okay. So, this black hole at the beginning of time. Brilliant. Brilliant, Stephen. Well done, Doctor. He has pneumonia. The only way he will survive would be to give him a tracheotomy. He will never speak again. Yes, he will. My name is Stephen Hawking. It's American. Is that a problem? It has been a great joy to watch this man defy every expectation, both scientific and personal. There should be no boundaries to human endeavor. However bad life may seem, while there is life, there is hope. Thank you. Sorry, did you say something? I said thank you. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic.
dude, dude, no! Ah, oh. uh, hello, hello, hello. Hello, Scott. How are you? Hi, Joey. I'm hey good. there. How are you? So, Need what a can I? Yeah, yeah. What could I do for you? Well, um, I'm here to review a movie. You are. Oh, okay. Yes. Uh, we're both here, and this is movie fantastic. Uh, the place where bad films go to die. Uh, um, the, the, kind of the elephant graveyard of um, schlocky cinema. And uh, but we're doing Oscar films this month on the lead to the Oscars. And so some of the films we're reviewing actually aren't that bad. Yeah, uh, although the last one we reviewed was pretty fucking terrible. Oh, that... The, uh, the, the boyhood. Yeah, check out episode 161 for that. Yeah. Now, I want to try something real quick. Uh, audio oh. might get a little weird. I'm not uh, doing anything special, but I want to see if this works. This is going to require me to uh, just unplug my headphones for a second. And I just want to see... Here, I just want to see if this works. Here, let's do this. Hi, Scott. Would you like to play a game? <laughs> well, yes, well, I, yes would, I would, Stephen. <laughs> so, I think I'm going to do my review uh, that way the entire show. Okay. Okay? It'll require me to unplug my headphones, but it'll be so, so worth it. Well, why don't you go ahead and um, explain what we're reviewing today and give us a, a brief synopsis of the film. Okay. Well, we're reviewing the film, The Theory of Everything. I thought um, I thought you were going to use that, do that through. The well, movie. it's going to take me like thirty seconds to type that shit. Well, so go ahead. <laughs> okay, uh, you got to fill the void while All I right. do that. Um, yeah. So, like I said, we're, we're reviewing Oscar episodes uh, shows. We're doing two shows a week, and so uh, you want to tune in uh, throughout the month of February up until the show. We're going to try to get uh, every film for Best Picture in. And then, like any other strays, we can to try to fill out the blanks. Also, go to our Facebook page, Movie Sucktastic, on Facebook uh, to fill out our polls. And we might even be giving away uh, pr prizes if we do a uh, Predict the Oscars poll. We haven't talked too fully about that yet, but stay tuned on our Facebook page for that. Okay. All right. Here we go. We are reviewing the theory of everything where we get to see the Hawkman lay down some serious pipe. <laughs> Now, you do not get to see the Hawkman lay down pipe in the theory of everything. Uh, that was actually specifically requested of, um, what's her name, Jane? Uh, yeah. The author of the book this film was adapted from. One of her specific requests when they made the film is that they did not actually film any lovemaking scenes uh, between her and Stephen Hawking. Uh, I don't know why they would have thought of doing it. I'm, I'm hoping that they weren't even planning on doing that, and they were like, uh, okay, that's your only requirement? I'm glad you well, said yeah. that, because I don't know how you would do that and not make it awkward. Um, it, well, I, sure, I exactly. I mean, I, they, see, I think if they tried to do that, it would be a step too far to, okay, you know what? You don't need the show as this. Uh, they have three kids. We get it. They're having sex. There's no re There's no need to try to lay that down and the film's not about that in the first place it's about sure. love so i well but, here you go here that jane was one hot bitch he really gave her the big bang theory if you know what i mean <laughs> 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 
And he did. And then and then he uh, dumped her for his uh, sexy nurse. That's right. Yeah. Which I did not know in the real world that that occurred. I didn't. I wasn't really hip on the uh, Stephen. I, I I didn't even know he had kids. I read up uh, about him a little bit on 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 his on the wiki page, and <laughs> I, I had no idea he had fucking children at all. Uh, they they allude in the film that the third kid might not be his, but oh. they kind of squash that. They they allude that that was the rumor going around that that's what the family was. Uh, the people were concerned about that, like it was this uh, right this, this friend of the family that was spending uh, in their eyes way too much time uh, around them, and uh, uh, you know who knows how much of that is true and, and not. And uh, I mean, they they do. I mean, and again. Uh, Jane Hawking or Jane, whatever her name is. Uh, uh, yeah, Jane Hawking. I didn't, yeah. she, I didn't know she kept the last name. That's all I really meant. Uh, I'm sure no one really tells the 100% truth. So I'm sure maybe there's some stuff that she kind of like, uh, you know, for the sake of decency or what have you. May have a, she's not going to do a tell-all book. It wasn't about a tell-all kind of thing. So maybe there, maybe more was going on than uh, – I'm not implying that the kid wasn't Stevens, but – you know, they kind of imply that nothing was going on between him, him and her, except that they did have a mutual feeling for each other until after right. the breakup. I don't know how convinced I am that that's the truth. I, I don't think it would be a necessarily uh, horrible thing to accuse of happening if it did. But uh, now, and again, we broached this when we talked about American Sniper. This is based on a novel that's supposedly uh, a memoir or a biography or, or nonfiction. The film is not nonfiction. It is it's based on a story, but it's still right. a movie. It is still fictional in nature. They things are going to be embellished or changed to uh, uh, facilitate the story and not just the story, but the truth behind the reality. Oh, exactly. That's, you know, so um which we talked a bit about in Boyhood. I just Boyhood. created a new Milky Way in my pants. <laughs> which it, which it, which you have you have too much too much about that. Oh yeah, uh, just random shit throughout the show tonight. <laughs> now I did not want to see the film. Initially, I mean, uh, I, I, had no I didn't. I didn't either. It it, it looked too much like it, it. I don't know. It felt a little more uh, too much like it was just a romantic type film, and I don't usually go for those. And it kind of felt like in the trailer it was going to be that kind of a film with a little bit of science and a little bit about his um groundbreaking theories and, and and whatnot and you know what it turned out to be it turned out to be a little bit of everything mm-hmm. you know you got a little bit of of his of uh you know his uh, groundbreaking theories uh his marriage life how it kind of was like she kind of as the film went on you could tell that she loved him less and less you know that she was looking for something else she the way i took it was I was in this for two fucking years. It's like twenty years in now. <laughs> well, what the fuck? That's that's how I took it. Well, I mean, there is that kind of element too. I mean, you know, she. I mean, and the dude is still alive, and he's had this horrible disease since like nineteen sixty-seven, I think. Yeah, he's in the seventies now. He's seventy-two years old. Yeah, uh, I mean, there's that kind of element to it where, like, the the where she's like. Where she, where she tells him, I'm going to stay with you to the end, and the father takes her side and says, you know what? I don't think you know what you're in for. This is You're, you're not going to win this battle, and it's it's going to be horrible, horrible, and you're going to lose. And when you, if, it's like you resign yourself to that, okay, I'm going to go through a horrible experience here, and I'm going to watch him die. 
and then right. it doesn't happen, there's got to be a level of of disappointment. <laughs> it's a horrible <laughs> thing to say, but there's got to be that level of you know, like, uh, I, I don't know. I'm not gonna take that route. Uh, but there's got to be a point where where you you set yourself up for what's the inevitability, and then when that inevitability inevitability doesn't occur, you're stuck in that that limbo of okay now i'm just doing this for the rest of my life and she did give up a lot of her own life to oh yeah do this she took care of him full time yeah and until you know jonathan came along and helped him out right that's right which was kind of awkward in itself he 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 told her that if there was someone another man in her life he wouldn't be opposed he essentially gave her a blessing to see other people as long as she didn't leave him. Right. And she didn't do that. Well, it, it's I like, mean, she, this person, Jonathan, came into their lives and they were he was very important to all of them, specifically Stephen. Uh, he was very close with him. But, uh, again, the family thought that they might have had an affair, but that's not actually what happened. It wasn't until after they got divorced where he falls for his naughty nurse, um, she joins uh, Jonathan, and they get married and whatnot. And as far as I know, they're still married and they're still happy. So it's just, it's it's interesting that yeah. she stuck with him through and through, even when he goes into a coma and they have to do the tracheotomy where he won't ever be able to talk again. Mm -hmm. And they asked her flat out, do you want us to disconnect him off of life support? He would have surely died if they did that. And she said no. She could have escaped. She could have been like, yeah, sure. But I think she realized that he was more important than well, and she than loved maybe. Him. And she did love him, too. Yes. And, and, I, and I think, like, the part where she, he kind of, like, gives her permission to fuck around is, right. is, is not. It's, it's really kind of like it's a sacrifice on his part where he's like, you know what? I love you. But I, I he realizes that he's by them being in love. He and her being in love with him, he's condemned her to this life, and that's kind of his way of saying, "I can't tell you to go, but at the same time, I, I, I can't condemn you to like not having a normal life in some regard." Uh, and, and I mean, there's so I mean, a lot of this film is about that kind of mutual sacrifice uh, and just the boundaries of love too again like it comes to the point where it's like you know now it, it, it i don't know how to react to the fact that he eventually is the one that breaks it up because yeah that's kind of weird because he he has the hots for this uh nurse who oddly has the hots for him yeah um and i i really come off shallow saying this too but i don't understand her dealing with his twisted form and then like then becoming an item and I don't understand the opening scene where Jane sees this goofy-looking, awkward geek across the room and is like, I need to know more about this guy. I I don't get it. Now, now it's real life, and it occurred. Oh, and that guy, by the way, he's playing Daredevil in a new Netflix series that's starting I in like a week. I saw that. I'm excited about that. It's all episodes on February 10th. Uh, you'll be able to... I think there's 12 of them. So, because it's Netflix. Yeah. I'm... Um, I, and the only reason I knew about it was because Chris posted about it. Uh, I, I caught a trailer accidentally on... on, um, on I uh, went out of my way to watch a trailer after I saw that he posted it, and I have to be honest, too. I'm going to watch it. I'm I'm interested. Uh, don't get me started on TV shows, because I just watched the season pilot of Constantine, finally. 
So oh, how was how was that? Yeah. Okay. It could have been a lot worse, and I'm one of the few people that didn't hate the Constantine movie. So, uh, oh, okay. I, 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 so I'm kind of biased. Whereas, like, or I don't know. It's weird. Oh, you know what? I found some audio between uh, Stephen Hawking and his nurse. So uh, we should play that. Ride uh, the I'll... pony. Ride the pony. You know you like it. Let me put it in your black hole. <laughs> it's not going to get old. Nope. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, um, so I, I don't mean to be mean that way, but it's just one of those things where, and it's also it's what we're sold in Hollywood too. Every time you, you know you see the the guy and the girls across the room and they're both attractive, and this one of the, this is the real life. And again, this is this movie is so much more realistic than like uh, Boyhood. Yeah, wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, I, but at the same time, it's less realistic because the things that happen in this film. And here, this is one of the reasons why I shit on Boyhood, but this film was good. I mean, this is what you watch a movie for. It's it is real life. This shit really happened in the world. But at the same time, it's so remarkable and so out of place. I mean, you know, genius at at what seventeen or eighteen, nineteen. I, I don't know how I forget how old he was. Uh, told he has two years to live because he has Lou Gehrig's disease. Uh, Nailed. Is he the longest, longest survivor ever on this disease? I don't know, but the, my money would be on being close to that. And, uh, you know, uh, nails the hot chick, gets her to marry him before he debil- dies or becomes debilitated. Right. Sur- you know, survives, doesn't die, becomes an award-winning, like, world-renowned physicist uh, or cosmologist, whatever, and uh, eventually dumps the hot wife for a, a hot... Uh, milf nurse. I mean, it's just it's a it it's ludicrous, but but it really happened. <laughs> so why the fuck would I be so excited about Boyhood? Because I get to watch a kid be angsty through twelve years of his life. Yeah. Oh, Stephen Hawking wants to chime in. He's got something to say. Oh, what now, Stephen? Trust the Hawkman. Boyhood sucks a dick. I wouldn't have sex with the daughter either. <laughs> oh man um so for a film i didn't want to see uh I'll, I'll admit i got i got a little misty you want to guess which part i got a little misty at um it might be the same part i got misty at Uh-oh. um showing our age yeah uh it, what scene was it it was Shit, I, I I distinctly remember getting, early? and I don't want you to say it, and then I'll agree with it, and people are gonna think I did. Early I'm in the agreeing. film or late in the film? No, it was late in the film. Oh, mine is early in the film, so we're not gonna. Oh, was yours early? All right, yeah. mine was late in the film. It was probably. I don't. It wasn't the end scene where you know the the two of them are together, and it says, "Oh, look what we created," and it was you know the three kids. It was a little earlier than that. It was one of those scenes where, I don't know, it just, it was emotional. Whatever. Well, where's yours? Where the nurse shows him the penthouse book. Oh, God, and, really? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> no that, um, after he finds out he has the disease and he's going to die, and he kind of isolates himself from everybody, and Jane uh, confronts him in his room, and he's like, you know, I want you to go away if you care for me. And then she, when she comes out and says, I love you, 
and there's that pause. I was like, oh, she said, she said it. <laughs> and then I got over it, and that was it. Everything else was like, oh, okay, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now we're just watching this kid pretend to be, uh, um, and great acting, obviously. Uh, by you know, he is he up for an Oscar? He is, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's, he's all twisted and shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Hollywood loves to give Oscars out to people who are all twisted up and shit. Think Daniel Day-Lewis in my left foot. I mean, this is like to the fucking tenth degree. Yeah, and I called it too. There's those scenes where like, oh, now he, like him, him like trying to call, you know, like slithering down the stairs or trying to climb up them, uh, you know, and it, it's it's still awkward. I still stick by that, and I, I but it, you know, and there's a part of me where where. If it wasn't for the love story, I, I I wouldn't see the point in watching all this because I get it. I, I don't think I need to see this to like the under you know to get the idea that yeah, he's suffering through a fucking living hell, well, yeah. but but remaining positive through most of it. Um. But again, the film's not just about that. It's it's about the truth behind the reality, and I'm going to keep saying that because it's very profound, and uh, it's about faith and belief. But just in like, uh, uh, it, it's uh, it's not about they they do a lot about that science versus religion, but it's it's beyond that. It's just about like a faith in life, and a belief in life, and and uh, and I think that's the focus of the film, even right. beyond the love story, because uh, love is just an aspect of life, and I think that that's and that's because their love endure the love doesn't endure in some aspects you know she runs off not runs off but she goes off and marries another man and he he uh goes off with the with the nurse mm -hmm. and uh but they, they still have you know they still care about each other still love each other but you know not enough to you know be together but it's beyond that it's it's not it's just an aspect of life and and it, it, it's that's the focus and that's the you know that's what every that's the theory of everything uh, you know, the title is supposed to be about his theory, but at the same time, it's supposed to be about you know what are you living for, what are you striving for, what drives right, you. Right. Um, so there, there is a profoundness to the movie. Uh, his life is a demonstration of it. Oh, uh, Stephen has something to say. What? God damn it! He's actually got something to say about Boyhood. You might like this one. Oh. What the fuck is with that movie, Boyhood? It's so fucking boring, and I know boring. I'm a cosmologist. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't we review this film first? We could have had, we could have had Stephen in for every film we reviewed. <laughs> we could have Stephen, uh, you know, through the rest of our film reviews. I, I, th I, th I think we'll have to. I think we'll have to until <laughs> until the real Stephen Hawking sues us. Well, yeah, because uh, you know, apparently uh, the the voice that they have for him, they don't make that voice anymore. And I think he bought it or patented it, and no one else can use it. Mm -hmm. he, he he's actually, like he's, he could be like Lucid, uh, Lucas with that shit. If someone else uses that voice and he, they make money on it, he can fucking sue you. Yeah, he actually gave them permission to use it in the film. Oh, he did. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah no, it sounded sounds exactly like. Well, I. You know what? I would think they have to. Now it's directed by James Marsh, who is actually. Um, his he sounds familiar. I I am sure he's done something that I've seen. That I might even have liked. Let's look at his uh, resume. Oh, he did Man on a Wire. 
That sucked. <laughs> How the fuck did he get this movie then? Well, apparently he's been fighting to make the film for like the past ten years. It's gonna be like a, a long-term project of his. Jesus Christ! Now they're gonna fuck it. They're gonna throw anything at him now. Oh yeah. Shadow Dancer. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Oh wait, no, hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, You're thinking of the, uh, the Stephen Dorff shadow no, 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 boxer. No, no. Just, just oh, okay. to back up what, what I just said about the film, like uh-huh. struggling 10 years to get it made, that was the sc- screenwriter. That was Anthony McCartan. He's the person who adapted the movie. Oh, Man on a Wire is a documentary. I'm thinking of Man on a Ledge. You, I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I was thinking of Bird on a Wire. Bird? Oh, God. <laughs> That's the, we were. I was way off. I'm thinking Bill yeah. Gibson and, and Goldie Hawn. And no, like, no, no, the tightrope no, no, no. walking guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I, I was thinking of the screenwriter. He's been struggling to have this film, this screenplay made for years. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's what I was talking about. Uh, y- yeah, this guy. Um, maybe, uh, I guess maybe Shadow Dancer was a, a big hit. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I never saw it. I don't know. I'm not that familiar with him. Uh, as I, I'm not familiar with him as I am with other uh, directors that we've been dealing with. Okay. Uh, like the Birdman director, and whose name I can't pronounce, so I'm going to try. Yeah. Uh, you know. The Hawkman really liked Bird on a Wire. Don't shit on the Gibson. I mean, uh, this is what I would call your typical Oscar film. It's a biopic. Oh yeah. It's a biopic with uh, with a, a struggle against a debilitating disease. It's got a love story. It's inspire. It's inspiring. It's not just watching stupid people live their lives for two and a half, uh, three hours. Uh, it's it's one of those films where when it's nominated, you, you just go, oh yeah, of course. It's like the Imitation Game. Oh, uh, uh, a homosexual oppression. Uh, World War struggle in the uh, during the World War uh, inventors race against time. Oh yeah, how did how did this British actors how did it not get nominated? You know exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so best, this best this, costume. Yeah, this this is a, a period piece too. Anything that's a period piece always uh, always knocks it up towards the best picture. Sure. So like totally not surprised. It's, an, it's 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 actually in some ways it's a boring nomination because it's just so obvious. It's cliche. Basically, yeah. Yeah. So, but deservedly so. Unlike Boyhood, which doesn't deserve a nomination and is a fucking insult for being nominated for Best Picture, this film actually has the merits of of, you know great screenplay, great adapted screenplay, Uh, and the other screenplays it's up against for adaptation are Whiplash, uh, Inherent Vice, based on the um, Thomas Pynchon novel, which I want to read before I see the film, so I got to squeeze that in. The Imitation Game, uh, Gay Codebreaker, and American Sniper. Now, and again, out of all of those, um, four of them... uh, Now, I I don't know if Whiplash... Whiplash is a true story, right? Yes. uh, As a matter of fact, uh, from what I understand, the director, writer and director of Whiplash, it's based on... loosely based on his personal experiences. Okay, so four out of five of these are... Uh, either biographical or biopics. 
Right. Uh, the only one not being so under adapted is Inherent Vice. So only one of the top five, only one of the five nominations are fiction. I mean, that's that's uh, you know to be expected. I mean, really, out of the best picture, uh, one. Uh, well, one, two, three, four. It's half. It's five of the nominees are nonfiction. Mm. I mean, technically, even though it's still film, so it's still fiction. Uh, unless it's a documentary, but they're all based on real stories. Are those five? So it, it's interesting, and so but again, it's just status quo. Uh, I mean, when it comes to rating uh, the theory of everything, you have anything you want to say about the performances? I mean, just great performances, really. Yeah. I, what else is there to say? I think uh, Stephen Hawking has something to say. <sighs> what Stephen? Stephen, listen to the Hawkman. Respect the cock. <laughs> 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 I like re- I like him when he refers to himself as the Hawkman. Out of all the Tom Cruise lines, you could have had him quote as the best. <laughs> I, I can't think of a better. By the way, probably uh-huh. one of the only two good scenes in Magnolia. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I, and I think Stephen has something to say about my my distaste for Magnolia coming up. Uh. <laughs> what could he possibly have against Magnolia? Oh, uh. what's wrong, Steve? What's wrong, Stephen? Cat got your tongue? Oh no, wait, it's Lou Gehrig's disease. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll fuck anything that moves. I can T move. <laughs> Uh, I wish he had a little bit more, you know, verver in his voice. <laughs> you don't need it. You know, he's cold and calculating. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those uh, Oscar. It's just a run-of-the-mill, run great Oscar film that's not really groundbreaking, but it's just very, uh, uh, very powerful, very um, dead-on as far as like its portrayal of actual people and events right and really has a, a, a you know a strong uh message and a strong undertone and it really just you know it grabs you and even if you're not i didn't want to see the film but when i watched it i i got into it and i paid attention and i you know i walked yeah. away liking it so no I, I liked it so i mean i'd give it a solid seven on imdb uh seven just seven you think it's better than a seven i don't know like an eight uh, i would go eight i i, I would well, all right let me uh <sighs> I mean, I wouldn't be opposed to an eight. I really wouldn't. I, I'd only say eight because I can't really say anything bad about the film. I mean, there's really. I mean, though, the only reason I wouldn't give it more than eight is because for for me, a ten has to like be something that has you know, it, you know, really says something different or um, I don't know. It just it's 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 your typical overcoming adversity love life kind of thing so it, 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 you're right it's a bit, a bit cliche but it's a well done cliche so uh, seven or eight I'm, I'm kind well, of, I'm well I think we'll we'll have to give final word to Steven so well, you, well, Steven. listen to the hot man you gotta go eat on this mofo <laughs> alright Steve, All right, Steve. I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't argue against that but eight it is <laughs> um, so um, now how many votes did boyhood have that I say like 350,000 one hundred and thirty-six. One hundred thirty-six. I thought it was, was three hundred. Um, 
Theory of Everything only has 54,000 votes on IMDb. It's currently at seven at uh, 7.8. The uh, the highest rating is eight. You know, typical popular film. Demographics aren't too skewed. The highest demographic is 8.7 with females under 18. You see, you got the love story thing going there. Uh, the lowest demographic is 7.5 um, for males aged 30 to 44 because of the love story thing going there. Okay. So. Um, yeah, it's just. Uh, I I don't think it'll it'll win. Best picture. Uh, I th I think it's probably a contender for best uh, supporting. Uh, sorry, for best adapted screenplay. Uh, what else is it nominated for? Uh, well, best pick, best best actor, definitely a run for the money. Oh yeah, he's all twisted and shit. So. I, I, honestly, I, I think it's a tie between him and Michael Keaton for Birdman. Yeah, I, I hate to go with the, the all twisted and shit, but he does deliver uh, deliver a really amazing performance. But he is all twisted and shit. Yeah. So now, now like, they love that. I mean, like Bradley Cooper really did a great job of portraying what's his name from American Sniper, Chris but, Kyle. Uh, Chris Kyle, but um, pretending to be uh, a, a macho redneck or pretending to be a crippled genius. Which one takes? Which is harder to do? I, I really have to lean towards uh, the, the Eddie Redmayne for that. Oh yeah, and he's yeah, British. Yeah. And he's British, so that immediately steps it up. Yep. Uh, nominated Oscars are Best Picture, Best Actor in a Leading Role for Eddie definite. Redmayne. I think it's a definite. Best Performance by an Actress, Felicity Jones. No. Obviously, she, she played Jane. I don't think so. Uh, no. She's good, but... No. Yeah, not... not yeah. Best Writing uh, Adapted. And Which, this is where this is where I think I think this is a shoe in to win too. Is best original score. The music in this is actually really good. Um, they use the music really well to uh, move a scene, um, to set up a scene. Yeah, the, the music is done. You, you could tell the music is a bit above what uh, everything else that's nominated. I can't find it. What, Except what? for maybe Birdman. I haven't seen it yet, but you had mentioned that it, it's Birdman, all drums. Birdman was not uh, was disqualified. For best score, because it is only drums. Really? Yeah, I'm trying to find the best score list here. Yeah, that's why there's. Uh, yeah, it, I read that um, that they disqualified it because it's it's only a drum player, uh, somebody playing the drums. So technically, it's not a score. It's just some guy playing drums. Oh. Uh, I don't understand why that's still not a, nom a nominatable film. You know what? That that that's I uh, also oh and I also forgot to mention that. Uh, no, 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 um, no black people were uh, nominated, uh, for, <laughs> mainly because there weren't any black people in this film. It was a very white movie. Very white. Very white. Um, the same goes for Boyhood 2. There was no nomination in that for any black people. That is correct. Um, uh, but yeah, best score, it's up against, uh, Grand Budapest, Imitation Game, Interstellar, eh, uh, Mr. Turner, so... I mean, Mr. Turner. I'm not sure. I'm not. Uh, not sure what Mr. Turner is. I'm drawing a blank here. I'm gonna have to cheat. Hmm. Uh. Oh. I, no. I, I didn't. Uh. I have not seen Mr. Turner. Uh. It's about a British painter. It's a biopic. Oh. Okay. Timothy Spall, oh. who I like. I like Timothy Spall. 
Um, I haven't seen it. But, uh, you know, I, I got a feeling this is one of those things where all the nominees for best score probably have really good scores. So it's going to be a hard pick. Uh, right. Is that all, the only thing that's, that's all it's nominated for? Uh, yeah, that's it. Those are the five. Yeah, I, I guess they couldn't go with costume design. They didn't go back, you know, past the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> or 60s, uh, 70s. But, uh, yeah, not bad. No, uh, it was good. Not going to win Best Picture, but might might walk away with uh, Best Actor, perhaps Best Adapted Screenplay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a given. Now, next week, we are yeah, reviewing... Are we doing Whiplash and... Birdman. Birdman? Now, now my original idea, because we paired the films to try to get little themes... With uh, Boyhood and The Theory of Everything, both were about watching someone growing from adolescence to adulthood. Uh, that was pretty much it, because the, there's nothing else in common with the films, because Theory of Everything was actually good. Yeah. Uh, now, with Birdman and Whiplash, originally I was thinking, well, they both have to do with uh, people struggling to, to, uh, to find self-identity through um, uh, celebrity or, uh, or um, perfection as a performer, as a performance, you know, an artist, whether it be acting or musician. Uh, after I came, up, we, I came up with that idea and we went with it, then I saw Birdman, and I hadn't realized until then that the entire soundtrack was just somebody playing the drums. So that ties in perfectly to Whiplash, so it's a great pairing of those two films to review in the same week. Okay. So should we go ahead and end the show? 100% yes. Okay. But I think Stephen has something to say... Of course, he before does. we do, so let's 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 see what he has to say. You got you got you. Yeah, Magnets. You keep talking over Stephen. I will. I will. Go ahead, Stephen. Go ahead, Stephen. All right, you you got to give Stephen a second now because you talked all over him. I I just, just leading up leading up. Okay, let him get his point across now. Okay. All right, Stephen. Go ahead. Scott's not going to talk over you now. Yeah, bitch. Magnets. <laughs> oh, he's just so so smart. How 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 come Stephen hasn't uh, like plugged the show? Oh, I should have him do that. You really should have him plug the show. If if you had oh, planned man. if you had planned in advance, Stephen could have done the uh, the whole wrap up at the end of, of how to. That's you know, right. The show, but. I'll do that next week. <laughs> okay. Just, just, Stephen, can you say Movie Sucktastic for me? Can you at least just say the name of the show just so I can hear it? Sure. Rolling off your lips. Not you, Stephen. All right. I got to, you know, just, I got to type it for him, but yeah, okay. Come on, Stephen. Movie Sucktastic. Thank you, Thank you Stephen. Stephen. <laughs> it was pretty clear. Very much so. I like it. All right. Uh, you can go to our website at moviesucktastic.com. You can listen to all the shows there. You can watch the show live, although next week I think we're going to Ustream. So look out for that. You can leave us voicemail, uh, 908-514-4470. You can also email us. The address is themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com You can also do a search for us in your favorite web browser. Scott likes Google. Google it. Just do a search for us. Uh, do a search for Movie Sucktastic. 
You can also download our 100% free, amazing, awesome Android app for any Android OS system, whether it's your phone, your tablet, whatever you're using. Totally free. Everything I just said is in that nice little tidy package. I highly recommend getting oh, it. Oh, yes. Uh, also, uh, you can go to iTunes. You can get the show there. Leave a review. Don't forget. That's about it. Any words of wisdom? Um... Uh, I think Steven should give the words of wisdom this episode. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I think if anybody's going to give words of wisdom, it should be Steven. Okay. <laughs> Let me type it up. What, what do you got to say, Steven? Give me some words of wisdom. Uh, Any moment now, Steven. Yeah, I know. I'm just I'm trying to be clever. <laughs> Steven doesn't have to try. He's just always clever. Come on, Steven. Where's the wisdom? <laughs> oh, God. This is just so long. <laughs> it's like I'm watching Boyhood all over again. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, here you go. Fuck yeah, theory of everything, bitches. Give me that Oscar, I'm all twisted up and shit. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune into the next episode where we'll be reviewing either Birdman or uh, Whiplash. Which, yeah, that should be the two. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. Later. Bye-bye. Respect the cock. <laughs> hey. The Hawkman knows what the Hawkman knows. Yeah, he definitely does. <laughs> <laughs>